Hi, happy Wednesday, everybody. Welcome to Live with Dr. Nancy. Today is actually our second to last broadcast for the year. We're going to take a little hiatus this summer and um, maybe switch things up a little bit with our videos. So I appreciate everybody watching this year. We are going to end Facebook Lives with the one we started with, Dr. Scott Nall. He's on next week. He's one of my you know favorite guests to interview. So I want to thank everybody for a wonderful year, and we're going to do some celebrating next week, um, Wednesday. But today, I'm very excited to have with me Pam Conrad. I met Pam many, many years ago. Um, that makes us old, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. We've been um, at it for a while. Yeah, she's been at it a long time. Um, when we were starting the Holistic Moms group in the area, she came and spoke with us then, so I got to know her then. Since then, she's written a book, which we'll talk about a little bit later, but Pam is a specialist in aromatherapy, and she's going to kind of talk to us a little bit about that. But um, I'd like you to just kind of tell everybody about yourself and welcome, Pam. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. And hello to all the moms and practitioners out there. My background, just kind of to, to kind of summarize it, I've been a nurse for 30 years. All kind, I was a trauma nurse and a psych nurse and a women's health nurse. I was always very interested in holistic health and preventative medicine and that type of thing. And aromatherapy came into my life 20 years ago. So I was certified as a certified clinical aromatherapy practitioner 20 years ago. I was at the IU Center of Excellence for Women's Health. Um, then I was fortunate six months after my certification, it was a year and a half class, um, my family was transferred with my husband's job to England. And we really didn't have organized clinical aromatherapy in our country at that time. So that was just a divine intervention, really. Um, so went to England. I was over there for two years. And I studied and interned with the midwives who had done like an eight-year study of 8,058 women in labor and delivery. I went to the hospital in Oxford and followed them and followed their program. And I interned with Denise Turan in London, who had had a prenatal aromatherapy clinic and taught students. She was a professor. So did as much as I possibly could and came back to the U.S., came back to Indianapolis and developed curriculum for nurses and for midwives. And in 2008, um, then formally educated a group at Community North of 15 nurses. And we started the first in the nation evidence-based clinical aromatherapy hospital nursing unit program. Um, so since that time, predominantly I, I've taught nurses, I've taught midwives, I've taught in this area, um, at least nurses from at least 30 area hospitals, um, about 12 different states. And then I went to Chile and taught midwives um, in South America on two different occasions. So, um, so we now have various hospital programs, and they're all evidence-based. So going back to the study and the group that I talked about in England, just followed that evidence and continued that and that practice, teaching the nurses, teaching the midwives, and then they develop programs accordingly. In 2012, we did a postpartum depression and anxiety aromatherapy um, clinical study. And we did that with Community North and also with IU Health um, with their postpartum depression groups. And we were able to show that simple inhalations, simple um, hand massages for like 10 minutes twice a week, we actually had statistically significant positive results in depression and anxiety um, with aromatherapy. Wow. And the women just added that to whatever their treatment was. So just to emphasize, this does not take the place of medical treatment. Right. Um, it is a complementary therapy. 
and it's not a cure for anything. And it is a wonderful, supportive, very pleasant um, therapy that we were even able to show that it could help pretty serious things like postpartum depression, anxiety. And so that was published. And I think you have a link to that. Um, So since then, I continue to teach and we have programs um, in many different areas, as I've talked about. And then I was asked about a year and a half ago, because all nurses, midwives, doulas, and therapists can't make it here um, or can't necessarily send me there. So I wrote this book. Mm. So I was asked. Um, here we go. <laughs> so I was asked to write um, an evidence-based book on OBGYN aromatherapy. So it's split in two parts, and. Um, So it goes through all the current evidence base. And until this book was published, there never was an evidence base for prenatal. So women who are pregnant. So they would take from the intrapartum, which is labor and delivery, they would take the evidence from that and use it or during pregnancy. So now we do have an evidence base. So we know um, what has been studied and shown to be safe and effective. So that's exciting. Yeah, Um, it is. Yeah, so that's kind of where we are right now. And um, I have a Facebook group that um, is pretty active, Aroma Tips for Nurses, Midwives, Doulas, and Therapists, where I share a lot of evidence, a lot of studies, um, kind of tell you, kind of bring them to all of our language so we all understand what these scientific studies say. What's the bottom line? You know, what can I do? What can I do? How do I do it? What method do I do it? So not only the specific oil, but the method that you use it is what's really important. So that's kind of where we are today. And does that apply to all um, aromatherapy or is it just for mainly prenatal pregnancy that you're talking about? So the, the book includes prenatal to postpartum. Okay. So it's divided into chapters. Okay. So the prenatal, the pregnancy part. Um, so I have a glossary of terms. So a lot of times people are like, what do you, you know, what do you, there can be some confusion in that. So there's terms about what is prenatal. Well, that means pregnancy. Mm-hmm. And so this is the first time there's ever been evidence-based published for prenatal. Then we have the intrapartum during labor and delivery. And that's been published for a while, but we have new oils that have been researched in the last couple of years that have been added to that list. And then postpartum too, um, because moms, after they deliver, they oftentimes have different emotional ups and downs. Um, So we want to kind of catch them really at the end of their pregnancy through the labor and delivery and into postpartum and have had really good luck um, kind of being very proactive about that and knowing this person's a little bit higher risk. So let's go ahead and start with these oils in these methods that we know are helpful for postpartum depression and have found that moms that we treat throughout and that we kind of have, you know, a heightened awareness of their history um, that we're able to treat them and they have better outcomes. So what is um, the, what is clinical aromatherapy? I saw that in your book. Okay. So clinical aromatherapy is specifically aromatherapy that predominantly the person who practices it is already a licensed healthcare professional. Okay. And then they specifically learn, um, depending on all the different specialties of medicine, essentially, what the evidence base is. So what 
research there's been done, say in cardiology, um, say in gynecology, obstetrics, all of those different areas, oncology, and that they know we learn those studies, we learn the methods, um, we learn the percentages and the oils that are most effective, as well as the oils that you need to avoid during those times. Because all these kind of specialty conditions, there are oils that you need to just kind of move off your shelf until you're through that, especially when we're talking about kind of back to women's health and pregnancy. Doesn't mean you can't use it for the rest of your life, but we really, um, to like do the best that we can for the pregnant woman and through postpartum and lactation and nursing with the nursing, um, that we really hone in on which ones would be better to avoid. There's plenty of choices that are okay. So why not just stick with those? And the evidence base and all these studies and the knowledge 20, 30 years we've been doing this, um, long before the current popularity. So, and we haven't had any problems doing everything externally, no right. ingestion, all externally, and all diluted between, like prenatally, we look at like 0.5 to 1%, which means like one drop of oil in a teaspoon of lotion or a teaspoon of gel and diluting it and putting it on the body or diluting it in an oil and inhaling it. Um, and then when we get to labor and delivery, we go up to like 2%. And we have very, very excellent results for nausea, for pain, for anxiety, for stress, for panic, staying in that range. That's great. I think a lot of people don't realize that um, there is some kind of contraindications for um, oils in pregnancy. Absolutely, there are. And as a matter of fact, there are only five oils that have been studied and that are evidence-based. And that's all outlined in the book. Mm -hmm. um, for example, the only oil that has been studied and shown to be safe, effective, and has been um, published in a peer-reviewed journal is lemon. And that was studied after 10 weeks as an inhalation. So um, there are lots of other things that you can do for example, for nausea, which is, is pretty prevalent in the first trimester. You can do things like do lemon or ginger tea and, and do it in an ice cube tray, pour it in an ice cube tray and suck on the ice cubes that have that very small amount. This is not oil. Oil is much more concentrated. Mm -hmm. So for example, one drop of peppermint oil is equal to 28 tea bags. Wow. 28 tea bags. So if you empty 28 tea bags of the raw material, the herb, that's how much it would take to get one to when you steam distill it to get one drop of oil. So that's why you just don't need to use that much, which yeah. is wonderful because then it's much more economical. Yeah. We don't need to spend that much money. It'll that's go right. a long way. So, so that's, that's really kind of fun. And then um, after you get into the second trimester, you have some other choices. That's when we get our lavender that we all love lavender, mm -hmm. you know, that everybody doesn't love lavender, but I would My say daughter doesn't love it. <laughs> 75, 80% of people really like it, or at least will choose it because they're familiar with it. Right. But we're looking predominantly at the citruses. Okay. And, and then you get a lot more once in your established labor. So great. Well, wonderful. Um, the name of the book she's talking about is called Women's Health Aromatherapy. I'm going to put it up here. <laughs> you can see it. There you go. And it's on Amazon, right? Uh, yes, it's all over the world. Um, it's on Amazon here, UK, Canada, Australia. It's on um, Barnes and Noble. It's also Waterstones in England. And if people are outside of the country, um, Book Depository 
okay. is the site that sends it all over the world. So, and I guess there's other little booksellers, but those are the main ones. And I, and this is the first book of its kind, right? It is. It is. It's the first one that's all evidence-based specific to um, the prenatal to postpartum. And then we get into the GYN. So we don't want to forget that part. Mm -hmm. So young girls with painful periods, we have, we can show you what the evidence is. And I personally have used this a lot personally and professionally. It's been very effective. PMS, raging PMS. There's a lot that can be done as well as menopause. So that's the second half of the book. So it's that combination of the OBGYN. But like I said, this is for everyone. Um, any oil company that you love, that you sell for, that you work with, um, that you're really interested in, you, we all can follow the same evidence base. Yeah. And I have to say the book is very easy to read. It's organized really nicely. Um, yeah, I've really enjoyed looking it over. I haven't okay. delved all the way into it yet, but um, it's an easy read, some really good information in here. So I highly recommend it. Um, Women's Health Aromatherapy. I'm going to put it up here again because I know everybody's getting excited now. <laughs> well, also I've seen, oh, so many times where women from all different oil companies will say, I went to my doctor and my doctor said, where's the evidence? When the woman asks, can I use oils when I'm pregnant or can I use them during my delivery? And the doctor says, where's the evidence? Right here. So awesome. you can take this book, simple, open it up, show them. And if you can't show them, you probably shouldn't be using it. Yeah. Also, always respect for people who don't like aromatherapy. It's not for everybody. Right. And there are people who are allergic and just respect that. And right. it's not for everybody. And a whole lot of people can benefit from it. Great. Well, do you have anything you want to leave our watchers with today before we sign off? Um, so if you'd like to join my Facebook group, Aroma Tips for Nurses, Midwives, Doulas, and Therapists, feel free to do that. Um, also, I do do private consults. I do aromatic childbirth consults. I do GYN consults. I really recommend um, kind of the desire was to, and not to bring the book up again, but um, you very likely don't need a consult unless there, you have a very specific condition or a history that you would feel a little more comfortable to do a consultation with me. We could do that. Um, but just read through it. You're probably going to find your answers. And if they're not in there, probably shouldn't be using it. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> okay. All right. Thanks so much. Have a great day and aromatic blessings to everybody. Thank you, Pam. Uh -huh, thank you.